हेलो फ्रेंड्स एंड वेलकम बैक टू केसी शो योगदान माय सेकंड इनिंग्स वेयर वी ट्राई टू गेट इंस्पायर्ड बाय डिफरेंट अनटोल्ड स्टोरीज ऑफ इंडिविजुअल्स हु हैव बीन प्लेइंग अ सिग्निफिकेंट रोल इन द सेकंड इनिंग्स बट एट द सेम टाइम हैड अ फैंटास्टिक फर्स्ट इनिंग्स एज़ वेल सो गेस्ट दिस टाइम इज अ वेरी गुड फ्रेंड ऑफ माइन Also has been a very successful individual in the shipping lines. So Shrikant Kher, uh, he has been a fort holder, I, th- I should say, of uh, shipping corporation for many years. But now he's doing many different things. So Shrikant, thank you for doing this show with us. Maybe you can introduce yourself further. Yeah, uh, thanks, Kishore. It's been a pleasure to join this chat. Uh, basically. Uh, brief background of myself uh, have completed uh, basic line education management and so on studied in uh, sweden for about a year uh, doing the uh, shipping management course under the world maritime university and then i have been in uh, sci for almost 3 decades a little over 3 decades uh, went through the entire works of shipping uh, including purchase then uh, finance and then uh, been in the largest uh, operating divisions the profit uh, making divisions which is the bulk carrier and tanker division so that was primarily the core business of shipping and i uh, was happy to head the division as a director excellent uh, the one thing which uh, of course uh, a large fleet of over 50 odd ships uh, operating globally and uh, doing the business uh, around the world uh, primarily tankers uh, bulk carriers uh, and then lpg and lng i'm very happy to share with you that uh, uh, sci or shipping corporation is the only indian shipping company involved in lng shipping wow. uh, that is liquid liquefied nitrogen gas and we have uh, close to four nearly four ships uh, now under the uh, flag uh, under a joint venture with japanese companies mm-hmm. so the shipping corporation is proud to have uh, got the first lng to the indian shores and now uh, over more than 15 uh, million tons being bought every year wow. that's kind of takes care of our climate concerns Excellent, excellent. Yeah, it's been a phenomenal journey for you. I've been seeing you in action for many years, and the kind of innings that you played brings me to the question of your second innings, uh, which is very different than what you you are used to uh, working with the fleet or the ships, uh, whatever you call them, uh, moving bulk cargoes to doing something very different. So why don't you tell about? Watsalya Foundation, your next uh, pit stop, I should say, or the port stop, I should say. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, uh, post uh, superannuation, there was a, uh, a kind of quiet innings with uh, COVID coming in. Right. Uh, Pursuant to that, uh, one of my colleague uh, from SCI uh, has been committed towards Watsalya Trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, the name is Watsalya Trust. Okay. and uh, he has been working there since his age of 45 uh, fully committed uh, voluntary work uh, which he has been doing mm-hmm. uh, 
I was associated with him when we were working and uh, even afterwards, uh, you know, he used to come for funds, uh, chat with us uh, and uh, let us know about this, uh, what he was doing. Right. So I decided to start working with him uh, as a volunteer in Vatsalya Trust uh, almost now one and a half years over. Right. And it is actually a good uh, satisfying experience uh, in terms of, uh, you know, working for the society hmm. uh, because all along uh, corporates are known to use the society as a resource. Right. And uh, not not give back to the society in terms of um, time or money or effort. True, true, true. Uh, very, very interesting uh, uh, shift, I must say, because uh, generally uh, people after superannuation or the retirement tend to chill out and see what next they can handle as a consultant or whatever it is. But you have embarked a journey, one and a half years is a... Uh, long enough to understand the uh, demand from the social causes as such. And while we were chatting, one one thing that uh, triggered my thought process about uh, how you are combining your experience with the the gap, skill gap that you see in the horizon. We talked about uh, a JCB uh, training uh, that you are imparting with the grassroots level villagers. So maybe that's something uh, you can share with the audience. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, the interesting part about uh, India is that we always claim to have a very good demographic dividend mm -hmm. in terms of a younger population. Uh, a large number of population in India is still young. The average age is uh, somewhere around 30, some close that's to that. Right, yeah which is uh, a very big bonus for the country and the working force. Uh, however, uh, what we realize across uh, in the rural areas and also in cities, that large population of youngsters have yet to acquire proper skills. Mm -hmm. A lot of them uh, want to earn money, but they do not have the adequate skills. And there is a large chunk of uh, students, I would say, beneficiaries, who are in the age gap of um, uh, this 20, early 20s, uh, and they do not have proper qualification. Just a graduation or something like that is not enough. Quite a few of them don't even graduate. True. So uh, skilling is an area which, uh, of course, the Government of India has identified, and uh, there is a National Skill Development Council, uh, which is uh, steering a lot of skills sets uh, through various sector skill councils. Right. Uh, what we realized is uh, that there are uh, vocational courses which are three months, six months long duration, mm -hmm. which can be taken and the individual gets skilled. So when we realized uh, one of the areas is driving, uh, of course, uh, there is a drive with pride program which the institute runs, the Vatsalya Trust runs. Okay where a two-wheeler, three-wheeler, and four-wheeler driving licenses are given to uh, needy individuals uh, who are in uh, need of uh, getting a livelihood straight away. So while we were sponsoring that, we realized that uh, a big demand is uh, coming up from the construction industry, mm. especially the infrastructure industry, housing, uh, roadways, and so on, where a uh, lot of these uh, construction equipment are used. Right. 
However, uh, within the state of Maharashtra and uh, many other states nearby, there is no proper skill training on the JCBs uh, because none of the motor driving schools can afford a 25 lakh JCB, nor do they have a large area where they can train them uh, for digging the soil or shifting, digging pits and all those things. So we, uh, through our contacts uh, in Vatsala, we could get a JCB uh, at a location in Latur wow. where uh, there is plenty of land area available. Right. And we have embarked on uh, training these youngsters. The beauty of JCB training is that the moment you get a license, they will be in a position to get jobs uh, close to 25-30,000 a month, Fine. which... Uh, yeah, which uh, is actually encouraging and we have now got really good response. In fact, uh, the next uh, set of JCB training we are going to start soon in Sambhajinagar as well. Excellent, excellent. Now, this is what uh, uh, is all about having an eye for the uh, details. In uh, what That's what I've uh, realized. By generic training, everybody does. But understanding the gap and an opportunity... And enabling the youths today is a remarkable uh, story, Srikant. Well done to you and your team. Yeah, no, and in fact, uh, when we interact with a lot of uh, NGOs, the model which Vatsala Trust is following is uh, that of collaboration. Hmm. There's a lot of uh, such NGOs want to set up shop in different locations. Hmm. Unfortunately, uh, they end up uh, spending a lot of capex on it and the project running cost does not happen. Right. However, when we have uh, NGOs which are already grounded at locations, they have local connects, hmm. it's a better way to collaborate with them and uh, get the uh, their facilities uh, and their infrastructure and their connect and assist them, kick, I mean, kickstart a project with them and uh, move that along. So right now, uh, we have collaboration with uh, close to 40 institutes across the state of Maharashtra, Goa and Gujarat, right. where the local NGOs are supported with infrastructure, with training and with certification. And the local NGO provides uh, the basic infrastructure that is their uh, office or uh, institute, right. power uh, supply and internet. So these are the three things they do. Right. Very well done. You also mentioned about the uh, enabling driving licenses with the uh, home delivery sector booming uh, across the country. And especially what I also hear that uh, you encourage women uh, entrepreneurs to uh, uh, run two-wheeler and do delivery element of it, right? Yes. In fact, the enthusiasm amongst women uh, has been really great because ultimately they are running the house and they are running the finance and they know where the shortfall is. Mm. So we have got excellent response for uh, three-wheeler driving from ladies in Mumbai, Pune and such other locations. Right. And so also two-wheeler uh, driving, uh, some of the e-commerce uh, setups have uh, uh, you know, kind of made a policy of having about 40 or 45, 50 percent of uh, their workforce uh, as women. Woman, and yeah. they provide them with convenient timings to work as well. Excellent. Excellent. I think this is a great uh, way to pay back to the society as such, Srikant. I think uh, a lot of people talk about doing something for the social cause. And while the intent is there, 
the time commitment becomes an issue. Uh, whereas people feel that if you donate something to a charity, your job is done. But the people like you who are really working uh, the road in reality alongside with the teams on the ground makes all the difference to the nation building activity. So uh, what do you to let the listeners uh, feel about what is that one trigger that happened with you for you to decide to do something for the society in general? Yeah, in fact, uh, you know, like all corporate executives, uh, the approach was to write a check every year uh, to uh, such uh, institutes and uh, you know, think that they are continuing with the work. Right. But what we realize, uh, what I realize uh, somewhere down the line is that there is a need for such corporate expertise at uh, for running such uh, social organizations. Uh, basically, because they they lack uh, a lot of them are started or driven with the passion of the founders, right. and the founder has the real social passion. However, along the line, uh, they realize or they don't have that capacity to run the organization professionally. Mm. Ultimately, when it's like money is coming in, but you need to allocate money properly. You need to manage uh, the expenses properly. You, you need to ensure that the social objectives are met. Right. So just passion is not adequate. Uh, they need to also drive it with uh, a lot of managerial and corporate expertise. Right. And recently there have been a lot of, uh, uh, you know, view or close uh, look at a lot of these social uh, enterprise, social uh, enterprises. Yeah wherein a lot of malpractices were happening. Mm. So, unless these uh, social enterprises are run with some professional uh, abilities, uh, it will be difficult to sustain. So, one of the major thing is that passion needs to be sustained for a longer period of time. And in order to sustain, you need to build your second line, you need to build the managerial expertise. These are areas which uh, social enterprises are lacking uh, today, a large number of them. So they start with a great spirit and gungo and then they somewhere around 10 years they taper down and they are now hard up for funding. You know, that is the issue point of view of them face. Okay, okay. So, I mean, what I can relate to is uh, if, if you know, the listeners want to reach out to someone like you or Vatsalya Trust as a, uh, as a go-to destination for any help, how do they reach out to uh, you guys, yeah? Because there are there are individuals who are equally passionate, want to do something for the society, but they are, and as you rightly said, there is a gap. I mean, there is a demand, there is a supply, but the supply should be properly channelized to make the things work. Uh, right. Uh, so, uh, as far as listeners are concerned, depending on uh, what they are working and how much time they have, uh, I would suggest is that uh, one and the most important thing today for the country is to create awareness about skilling and vocational training. Right. So they may have maids at home, they may have maids' children, or they may have uh, their driver or whoever they are interacting with. Mm -hmm. uh, if they can bring about this awareness of skilling programs, mm. skilling programs carried out not only by Watsala Trust but also by NSDC and several other such NGOs, mm -hmm. so that immediately the ability to earn uh, accrues within the family. So if there are two or three members and there, is, uh, there are teenagers or young adults 
who can also join in and pitch in for their family mm. so that uh, professional uh, vocational skilling is is one direction there are number of institutes uh, which are running such vocational courses uh, tata strive is one such institute which is under the umbrella of tata right who gives a uh, lot of professional uh, vocational training courses uh, duration of 6 months or so right quite a few of them are residential uh, quite a few of them have nominal fees or negligible fees so if uh, the listeners can uh, make these people aware about uh, vocational training. That is step one. Step two is uh, they can volunteer time. A lot of the training which we are conducting is being done online as far as computers are concerned. Right. And uh, if there are some computer experts who can train uh, people online uh, in their free time, right. uh, that is another area because uh, the computer courses that Watsila Trust is running is almost uh, for the whole day and we have about 14 uh, teachers who are training uh, from remote locations in Mumbai and uh, these 40 odd centers are across the state uh, in schools and they are provided with net and uh, other such infrastructure for computers earphone cameras and they learn online mm. so there are volunteers interested in training online from their homes that is one possibility the other possibility of course is uh, general donations uh, which people give uh, so but then uh, I would only urge them that once they give general donations they should try to track uh, as to what has happened to the donations how it has been implemented because it should not be throwing good money after bad you know that is an important thing which most listeners should true, take very care. True, very true. And those who believe they have uh, more time available for them to uh, contribute, then they are most welcome uh, to join the team at Watsalya. And uh, we have uh, quite a few professionals who are uh, who have given who are now giving time for uh, such work, uh, which is very useful. But there is plenty to be done and uh, there is always a need for uh, volunteers committed uh, to this goal. Excellent, excellent. So I, what I could capture is uh, donate is one aspect. Technology training, I, uh, which is online, which can be doable very easily for the people who are keen to contribute back. And third thing what I heard from you is creating awareness for the vocational courses at the lowest strata of the society where the helping hand can add value to the family uh, problem-solving mechanism per se. So this is brilliant, Srikant. It's, uh, it's indeed remarkable shift and uh, you can say the dedication and commitment that you are putting through. And you are right, right? while there are government schemes and government can do as much, there are such NGOs who are honest in, the, in terms of their approaches, their commitment, need the professional touch of Midas so that they can stand up and uh, deliver and uh, add value to the society per se. So, excellent. And uh, I will make sure that our listeners get uh, uh, the details of Vatsalya Trust. I'll put it on the post that I create normally on LinkedIn and other social media. And also tag you on that so that uh, those who want to reach out to you can reach out to you as, as well with your email, I can put it. And if if you are to give a, a parting message to the listeners, what it could be for encouraging people to play their part of building up the society? 
Yeah, so for the ones who are really pressed uh, during their work and time, etc., I would urge them that they should uh, help in connecting the dots, uh, you know, connecting dots of the needy and the trainers. So even if uh, you are able to connect uh, uh, about four or five such uh, individuals uh, into a proper vocational training, that, that will be a big, big uh, help to the society at large and, of course, to the individual and his family. So uh, connecting the dots is, is the, the, the concluding message I would Excellent. Say. It's it's an honor and pleasure to chat with you, Shrikant. And once again, the good luck for your next uh, JCB training uh, batch, which is which is some, which is something very different that struck to me because that's the ground reality of India. The villages, the remote areas, if we can enable them with the young generation that we have on hand, there's plenty to be done. So thank you once again very much, Mr. Kher. Yeah, thanks. Uh, we we have now embarked on the latest. I'll just before concluding uh, a project called Finding Nemo, which is basically uh, getting uh, the youngsters who run away from homes and land up in stations and junctions. Oh. So there there are two junctions where we are now working with uh, the local uh, uh, institute and uh, basically to send them back home. Wow. So the, the Finding Nemo project is what the cartoon from Disney was. Yeah. We have been now embarking on this. Excellent. Uh, at least starting with two, two stations and then we'll move on with more. Uh, so, so that they, the kids get back home and, you know, get, get to safer this and they are not uh, led to crime on the road and okay. so on. Okay, interesting. Good luck to Finding Nemo also. And thank you so much. And we will be in touch uh, whenever we time permits for new exciting projects that you would like to share with the listeners. Thank you so much, Rikha. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And uh, thanks for sharing these ideas uh, with your listeners. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Cheers.